The second book, it is called Kiraraskuro. Chapter 16, Blinded by the Light. As our story continues, reader, we must go backward in time to the birth of a rat, a rat named Kiraraskuro and called Raskuro, a rat born into the filth and darkness of the dungeon several years before the mouse Despero was born upstairs in the light. Reader, do you know the definition of the word Kiraraskuro? If you don't, if you look in your dictionary, you will find that it means the arrangement of light and dark. Darkness and light together. Rats do not care for light. Raskuro's parents were having a bit of fun when they named their son. Rats have a sense of humor. Rats, in fact, think that life is very funny. And they are right, reader. They are right. In the case of Ra Chira Raskuro, however, the joke had a hint of prosperity to it. For it happened that when Raskuro was a very young rat, he came upon a great length of rope on the dungeon floor. Ah, what do we have here, said Raskuro. Being a rat, he immediately began to nibble at the rope. Stop that, boomed a voice, and a great hand came down out of the darkness and picked the rat up by his tail and held him suspended upside down. Where are you nibbling on Gregory's rope, rat? Who wants to know, said Raskuro, for even upside down, he was still a rat. You smart alecky rat, you smart alecky rat, nibble, nibble, nibbling on Gregory's rope. Gregory will teach you um, to mess with his rope. And keeping Raskuro upside down, Gregory lit a match with the nail of his thumb and then held the brilliant flame right in Raskuro's face. Ah, said Raskuro. He pulled his head back away from the light, but alas, he did not close his eyes and the flame flooded, exploded around him and danced inside him. Has no one told you the rules, said Gregory. What rules? Gregory's rope rat is off limits. So, apologize for chewing on Gregory's rope. I will not, said Ruskuro. Apologize. No. Filthy rat, said Gregory. You black-souled thing. Gregory has had it with you rats. He held the match closer to Ruskuro's face, and a terrible smell of burnt whiskers rose up on, around the jailer and the rat. And then the match went out, and Gregory released Roscaro's tail. He flung him back into the darkness. Do not ever touch Gregory's rope again, or you will be sorry. Roscaro sat at the dungeon floor. The whiskers on his left side of his face were gone. His heart was beating hard, and though the light from the match had disappeared, it danced still before the rat's eyes, and even when he closed them, light, he said aloud, and then he whispered the word again, light. From that moment forward, Roscaro showed an abnormal, inordinate interest in illumination of all sorts.
He was always in the darkness of the dungeon, on the lookout for light, the smallest glimmer, the tiniest shimmer. His rat sold long explicitly for it. He began to think that light was the only thing that gave him meaning, and he despaired that there was so little of it to be had. He finally voiced his sentiment to his friend, a very old, one-eared rat named Botticelli Ramoso. I think, said Ruskerl, that the meaning of life is light. Light, said Botticelli. Ha ha, you kill me. Light has nothing to do with it. What does it all mean then? asked Ruskerl. The meaning of life, said Botticelli, is suffering, specifically the suffering of others. Prisoners, for instance. Reducing a prisoner to weeping and wailing and begging is a delightful way to invest your existence with meaning. As he spoke, Botticelli swung from one extraordinary long nail of his right front paw, a heart-shaped locket. He had taken the locket from a prisoner and hung it on a thin braided rope. Whenever Botticelli spoke, the locket moved back and forth, back and forth it swung. Are you listening, Botticelli said to Ruskerl. I am listening. Good, said Botticelli. Do as I say and your life will be full of meaning. This is how to torture a prisoner. First, you must convince him that you are a friend. Listen to him. Encourage him to confess his sins. And when the time is right, talk to him. Tell him what it, he wants to hear. Tell him, for instance, that you will forgive him. This is a wonderful joke to play upon a prisoner to promise forgiveness. Why? said Ruskerl. His eyes went back and forth back and forth following the locket because Botticelli said you will pr promise it huh, but you will not grant it you will gain his trust and then you will deny him you refuse to offer the very thing he wants forgiveness freedom friendship whatever it is that his heart most desires you withhold at this point in his lecture, Botticelli laughed so hard that he had to sit down and catch his breath. The locket swayed slowly back and forth and then stopped altogether. Ha, said Botticelli. Ha, ha, ha. You gain his trust. You refuse him. And ha, ha, you become what he knew you were all along. What you knew you were all along. Not a friend. Not a confessor, not a forgiver, but a, <laughs> a rat. Botticelli wiped his eyes and shook his head and sighed a great sigh of contentment. He set the locket in motion again. At that point, it was most effective to run back and forth over the prisoner's feet, inducing physical terror along with emotion, emotional sort. Oh, he said, it is such a lonely game, such a lovely game. And it is at just absolutely chock full of meaning. I would like very much to torture a prisoner, said Ruskerl. I would like to make someone suffer. Your time will come, said Botticelli. Currently, all the prisoners are spoken for, but another prisoner will arrive sooner or later. How do I know this to be true? 
because, Rust Girl, thankfully, there is evil in the world, and the presence of evil guarantees the existence of prisoners. So soon there will be a prisoner for me? Yes, said Botticelli Ramoso. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Ha ha ha. Of course you are looking forward to it. You are looking forward to it because you are a rat. A real rat. Yes, said Rust Girl. I am a real rat. Concerned not at all with the light, said Botticelli. Concerned not at all with the light, repeated Rust Girl. Botticelli laughed again and shook his head. The locket suspended from the long nail on his paw swung back and forth, back and forth. You, my young friend, are a rat. Exactly. Yes. Evil. Prisoners. Rats. Suffering. It all fits together so neatly, so sweetly. Oh, it is a lovely world. A lovely, dark world.